Hello everybody, Jason and Frank, the Green Ranger. Right now, you are watching Kind of Epic Show. Thanks for watching, guys. Got Leo. Had this Goku for ages. Mm. Oh, that's a really good Goku. Yeah, it's Dragon Ball. Yeah. It's a Yugi thing? Really? No, no. Uh, Zelda. It's a Sheikah symbol. Oh, okay. Vader key. Are we actually recording? Of course we are. Uh, are we? Yeah. Are we? Yeah, that's what all the red lights are for. Okay, so... The solid, does it blink? Does that solid one blink when it's like in prep mode? No, no, no. Actually, do you want to test? Do you want to make sure? No, I can just look on here. I can just pick it up and look. Yeah, but now it's going to hear you picking it up and looking. Oh, this battery's almost dead too, Gabe. Well, I have a cool thing, which is I can plug it in. Oh, sweet. This is, I had a thought process. I know, it's rare. I cannot plug it in. Why not? It's Wrong size? No, it's a different USB. Ah, uh, yeah, it's micro USB. Damn it. All right, no, that's fine. We'll just have to keep watch. All right. Requires double A, so this bit is not going in there. There's no. too much shaking. There is way too much shaking. Live from the mobile podcast studios of the kind of epic show. It's David West. David Aaron West? Are we trying that? No, now? don't don't put my middle name. David Aaron. Da Aaron West. That's gonna be really loud. We really don't have to talk that loud with this in a car. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I get those trebles up. David. All right, all right. No, I need to know where the uh, the traffic is at five. <laughs> right, that's kind of what you sounded like. Well, I might be leading the show this way just to let them know that they can listen to us. On a segment at our old alma mater, WFYI 90.1. Uh, do we have a, th a call sign? Like, I know it's just WFYI 90.1. I don't think so. Like, Maybe. there's no, like, the voice of Indy. Is or it something. technically part of NPR? Yeah, it's, uh, M well, they just, not just NPR, but yeah. also PRI, the war which broadcasts the world and okay. other good shows. But yeah, uh, we are doing traditional radio this week. Yeah. Uh, so by the time this airs, you'll probably have a day or so before you can tune in. Um, I think we're gonna post it tomorrow. It yeah, should so be posting be it on Wednesday. And then you'll see you'll see at least before the end of the week, you'll see it up on Saturday on on WFYI's website. Yeah, they're already working on the edit, so that should be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it's a show called The Art of the Matter, uh, which is a local show that deals with art and it's kind of a national focus like they've actually expanded so that there are other places my understanding is that other shows are kind of working on that model nationally now mm -hmm. so it's and it's a hybrid radio tv show like a lot of what wfy does which eric who's the producer who invited us actually um really did uh did that today as well you can see that they have that mindset still where he's like i'm gonna record audio with a camera yeah and I think that shows it. So yeah, it has we've a, done it. It's so. a unique. It's a unique kind of storytelling for the radio, and I really like that. That's why I've always loved about NPR. And it's you can. I know we're nerding out a little bit, but obviously people who enjoy podcasts, we we enjoy it 
No, that's why we, we like, were on there. We yeah, got in, we, we were invited because of the podcast. And so we enjoy we enjoy that type of storytelling medium. Like Gabe, we haven't been on since October, by the way. Yeah, I know. Um, October of last year too. Yeah, yeah. So it was like the uh, I think it was so when we I did we the September one, and then uh, why with were Edsel. we why were we in why were we in my house with Edsel? I don't remember that, that. one house that you were. Watching. Oh, I hadn't we were even, all sweating balls. Yeah, I hadn't even listened to that one. I'd forgotten no, that we did that's, that. It's not great. Yeah. You we just ran it for like well you got We were tired. You were tired, sweaty, and, and maybe like uh the housewarming was a little bit too literal. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was rough. That was a rough um several weeks. Yeah, I bet. I I, I um yeah, I had learned a lot from that experience, which is don't do it again. Don't <laughs> well, ever, don't ever house sit slash um, dog sit ever yeah. again. Well, we we were just dog sitting last week. Dog sitting is easy for a week, not for several years or several months. Yeah, so that, that was a Freudian slip because it felt like several years. <laughs> yeah, um, it was um, the last years of that poor dog's life. Oh. Bless her heart. Like it was a sick dog that pulled on my heartstrings every day. That fucked me up emotionally. I bet. Well, like oh look at you, you're a sick let's, puppy. Let's oh. get the elephant out of the room then as well. Um, you, our listeners, might be wondering why I haven't recorded in a month. Our, uh, I think it's called life. It's as yeah. Weird. It's this weird, shitty thing called life. See, the thing that you're not good at that other podcasters are good at is, yeah. like, informing people when life happens. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're just like, you know what? Other shows are like, we're going to take a break. And then you're just like, I'm going to be back next week. Well, what happened, Gabe, was... What had happened was... Uh, no. Um, our, well, somewhat of our, our mascot and my precious little dog tragically... Shit, I hadn't thought about that. I brought that up without thinking about Yeah. Our, my precious little guy crossed the Rainbow Bridge very suddenly, and I've been pretty devastated about it. Yeah. So I just wanted to clear that out there. So you've been reading a lot of Stephen King since then, I think. No, no. Uh, I'm trying to avoid anything depressing. Yeah. Um, but hell, the last episode I recorded, I had posted a picture of him on our Instagram from mm-hmm. that recording session. So he was always kind of my... He was kind of my cheerleader. I'm going to go a weird direction in this. I'm going to say, like, it's the strangest thing for me is that this is more sad than we were when we actually had an interview subject die. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up. Well, I... That dog was everything to me, and just losing him so tragically has fucking devastated me. So I'm actually really glad I'm getting to talk about it. And okay, you guys know I, as why. long as it's cathartic, I was trying to pull you in a yeah, different subject. No, matter. I'm just letting in you case guys... somehow like human death would be less depressing. I, it, like it's that type of a vein. I don't. The only other person like dark comedy. Like that's what you got to do. Like, like if it's the gallows, you're like this level of that. I did everything with that guy. I would, I would walk over to Target because we live really close to our Target, and I'd put him in my coat while going into Target. I did that the day before he mm. passed. I, I walked him to Target, picked up Doctor Strange. Yeah. And it, it was just one of those things. Like, everything that I was doing involved him in some fashion. He was kind of our mascot on the Instagram because I posted so many pictures of my doggy. Yeah. And it's not so it wasn't like your Twitter where you just forgot that you were not using your personal Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still do that. I mean, it was, we should do that more. We don't use social media. By the way, I'm hosting a social media panel at C2E2 and I don't have a Twitter. Yeah, well, that's that's maybe you should buy. Maybe you no, should start not, back up. Well, honestly, I'm going to talk about the um, 
uh, not to take it too much in a different direction, yeah. but like also like I do want you to have catharsis, yeah. but I also can don't I, want... can I just finish it up real fast? You, you can finish. Um, anyways, I just wanted to get that out there. Um, sorry for the gap in recording. We had been doing really well getting it out weekly, and then my dog got hit by a school bus. Yeah. So, fuck. See, I I didn't know if we were going to acknowledge that or not. I didn't know that that was the reason. I just thought people had scheduling conflict. No, it's because I didn't leave my room for two weeks. Oh. Except to go to work. And then I wasn't pleasant at work. See, aren't you happy we started off with that happy... uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. News at five. uh, Anyways, actually... Hey, uh, Jill on the traffic camp, can you tell us what the situation's going to be tomorrow? (laughs) Anyways, yeah. So that's out of the... uh, That's out and open... If you follow me on social media, you probably already knew this. I feel like when Eric listens to this, he's going to tweet like, damn, David. He's going to be like, I did not, buddy, I did not know you were in such a bad way. Yeah. Well, it's all right, because this is leading me to my next thing. Ah. So, two days after, the Nintendo Switch came out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, that's a real, that's a good enough reason to have disappeared from the world in so, itself. So, it was the best thing to happen at that time. We had it pre-ordered. So we were getting it on March 3rd, no matter what. Yeah. Um, I disappeared into Hyrule for 85, 90 hours in this game. Yeah. So much that I haven't played my Switch since I beat Ganon, and I'm only 22% done. Yeah. With all 120 shrines done. Mm -hmm. But my hands, I'm pretty sure I gave myself Carpal Tunnel playing the game for two weeks yeah play 90 hours in two weeks i was playing a worse uh open world game which is not saying much but because apparently zelda is the best open world game of all time it kind of worked out so i got the i got zelda two days after losing winston and then two weeks to the day well i had beat i had lost winston on a wednesday beat zelda on a tuesday two like two weeks later but the day after I beat Zelda, we go yeah. to the Indie Humane Society and find a puppy named Link. Oh, you have a new puppy? Yeah, yeah. Link. His name's Link. He's a boxer retriever, mm-hmm. and he is helping me and my wife very much so with the healing process. All right, that's that's and very good news. It, it just seemed like the universe was telling me to get that dog. Be, I get Zelda so close to losing him, beat it, and find a dog named Link. All right, he was your link to the past. You knew I was going to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you uh, yeah. You, sh- you should have stopped me, but you did But yes. Yeah, so I just, update on me. Sorry for taking a month off. Yeah. I sound like an asshole that entire city. <laughs> it's all right, bud. No, I was trying, I didn't know how much you wanted to talk about or how much you didn't. And just because you can't. Over the radio, over the medium of radio, you can't see someone's facial expressions in yeah, a very confined space. It's been it was rough, but we are healing, and it's it's weird. There are so many things that are just weird with him not being there for a couple weeks to it now being a different dog. Mm. It, it still seems very unreal. Yeah, dogs dogs are awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yes, they are. It's amazing how much you can connect to, how much you can feel like a soulmate to a dog. Why don't we talk about Superman, uh, then? Have you been reading Superman? I have been reading Superman. Superman's probably my favorite books out of DC right now. So, 
I, I feel conflicted about it because I was reading Super Sons when it finally come out. Yeah, I've been, yeah. I've been looking forward to that. I haven't actually read them yet. I'm a little I, bit behind. I've been looking forward to that for like almost a year because of the early concept that we're friends yeah, with yeah, some yeah. of the folks who are putting that stuff out on Facebook and I'm seeing all these progression drawings and I'm like, I'm in. I'm 100% in on this. Yeah. When is this happening? I I just gotten off of like, I didn't buy any DC stuff or Marvel stuff. For Rebirth like, has been awesome. For like a full year because I didn't want all the event stuff. I know DC's events were far more successful and really just like bringing people back to a certain like nostalgic vibe. That was less interesting for me because I didn't have mm-hmm. the experience of following a lot of those characters as yeah. a child in that, in that form. And, also because, like, there were multiple reboots leading up to that, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, there, there are reboots inside of that reboot. Just one, well, New 52 b- prior, five, five years, by the way. New 52 was around five yeah. years. And then Rebirth, which is just kind of... No, I just mean, nice like... continuation. I mean, like, the things that are returning after Rebirth, we shouldn't pretend like they weren't also rebooted at some point in their own histories. Yeah, well... Like, there's multiple timelines within, and, and okay. so I'm just saying, it's, so, it's still DC. So, do you know what happened in the DC, or in the, the Superman books? I do, month? that's why I wanted to bring it, it up. This past month, the Superman Because it reminded me, of, like, uh, the dark tone that was in the Superman book this entire time post-Rebirth, where they're introducing Connor Kent... And these multiple Superman family. It's not Connor Kent. Well, it's not. And it's, it's not John Connor, or John. It's, uh, his name's John. When he's not. They... He's not Connor. He's not that Superboy. So like they've changed. This is actually this this Superboy is Clark and Lois's son. Yeah. So like in the most recent episode, or the most re- I've called the episode, the most recent comic, like there's a fusion of the of the Supermans, and so he's a different character now. I thought... no, um, he's one complete Superman. So this Superman that has been in Rebirth, well, hold on, New Fifty Two Superman died, um, but the Superman from the let's say the Prime timeline, from the, before the really good Superman from before if we're if we're honest from the, before the, the New Superman 52, everyone liked from before New Fifty Two had come back uh, a couple of years ago. He had his own book where he was wearing a black black and silver costume. So there was two Supermans operating, but fast flash forward, flash, flash forward to uh, Rebirth. That one Super New Fifty Two Superman died. Explodes. Yeah. Um, so you're just left with the one Superman I, from a different universe. That's, that's what I want to point out. Yeah. But you're left with this one Superman from a different universe, and then there's a, a story going on with Mister Mixelplex. Splitlick, or however you say his name. I never thought he would be such a dark freaking character. But what that story did was combine these two Supermen. So now we have one Superman that knows everything that's fucking happened. I'm just saying, that was sad, and it played with my emotions in a way that is not fair. That's why I'm trying to avoid the main Superman book, because, like... Well, it's happening in Superman and and in action comics. I know, I just, I wanted, like... I want Connor like their little family dynamic is John. like the yes I get that now yeah but like their little their little family dynamic and I still like Connor like, I like the, Connor. the like the whole family I like I like pre New Fifty Two Connor yeah like the the dynamic that they have there was great and it was the thing is like oh thank God because everything that's happened to Connor in the main Superman book is fucking terrifying and sad you saying Connor well because I'm calling him that it's John Jonathan or Jonathan Kent. That shouldn't yeah. be that hard to remember. Why do I keep calling him? Oh, okay, yeah, because that's the spinoff. Okay. Yeah. But it's um, also the pre-New 52. It's complicated. What I'm getting at is the Superman book is complicated. It will pull your heartstrings. There are explosions. There are meat explosions. 
Yes. And also yes, there are, are. Um, it's it's almost need it's so like needlessly violent and gory, but at the same time, really, I I don't get that. It's also fantastic, though. Like, it's still, like, it's still, like, about good old, wholesome family values. And uh, just, there's a lot of punching. I love Superman being a dad. That's the best part of the book. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't expect all this drama. Like, I want things to go well, and things do not ever go well for this Superman. But now it's just not confusing. Somehow a character whose name you can't pronounce is actually making things less confusing. Yeah, yeah. It's now less confusing because... Now, to everybody in the DC yeah. universe, there's only been the one Superman. It's just that I meant, like in that in that issue where he doesn't have he doesn't have the memories. They, yeah. Neither Lois or him have the memories of John. Of John, yeah. And so they're like, "We have a son." Yeah. Oh shh. Um, That's because it was the, the new, new fifty two memories that didn't know yeah. about about him. So, so you feel like I mean I think they will have depowered him as well, right? Because he's take he took on the essence. I can't tell if he got more power or lost power. Uh, I think he's just he's just one he's just one person now. Because like so. the pre New Fifty Two Superman was like ridiculously overpowered. Yeah, and I, then the New Fifty Two Superman just balanced. was yeah. Um, Did Lois gain the Superwoman powers? No, is that's that, Lana Lang, who had. The other Lana blew up as well. I yeah, mentioned me. It's so confusing. Like, there was a lot that they had to fix going into Rebirth. There's like they've done it. There they've, were almost as many Superman books as there were Spider-Man books, and that was really interesting for me. Yeah, he he was at least getting his main due, like uh, in in terms of like being a marquee character. Yeah. I I know I don't like the direction where like you have to like try to muddy the waters and make him seem less of a moral character. Like, oh, who wants to read the big blue boy scout? I do, actually. Yeah, I do. Because the world, is, the world that, sucks at the moment. Yeah, I don't think they've made him less of that moral character. No, I, I, no not in this iteration. Okay. I'm saying like I don't like that direction of writing, or if you feel like you have to go that way to make things more money, more interesting. Oh, and so, so is that a stab at Zack Snyder? Maybe. Okay. Not maybe. Intentionally, okay. yes. All right. Yeah, you don't need, like, the super gritty... Like, no, Spider- you don't. Superman doesn't have to be gritty. No. No, he shouldn't be. Um, Just like Superman as a dad and just showing that he's a much better dad than Batman is fantastic. Oh, I think Bruce is a decent father. Damien is great. Okay, Super Sons is also fantastic. Yeah. Damien drives... I, I love... Uh, are you reading Teen Titans with Damien as well? Yeah, he so he hijacks both the Teen Titans and... Um, he has, but don't all friendships begin with attempted murder? Yeah, I think I think that's the best way to to really make friends, David. <laughs> that's why we're in a confined space right now. Yeah, um, I'm actually behind on most of my DC books. Uh, I'm mainly just reading the previews. I'm able to to, okay. to keep keep track of things that as they're posting. And... Gotcha. Um, yeah, but this is actually the first time in my entire. Uh, 15 years reading on a monthly basis to where I'm getting more DC books than Marvel stuff. I will say that I was really disappointed with the 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 multiple event books in the timeline and just no ability to recover. For Marvel? Or... I didn't want to get the floppies of those event books. And of the Marvel I, books? Because yeah. DC hasn't really done one yet. No. They did Justice League versus... In Marvel, it's like a year and a half of, of un- did... st- and unending... Yeah, it hasn't even been a year. It Secret feels, War ended in December. It feels so long. Yeah, Secret, Civil War two following an. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Secret War, yeah. Secret War two ended in December. Yeah, but uh, basically there was no gap between it and Secret War. 
Because Secret Wars delayed so much. Well, didn't AV... There was the other event things, too, like AVX, Dark Universe, and there were a couple other, like, small event uh, AVX is going back, like, four years or oh, five Jesus. years. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not saying that properly. No. No, there was, there was but a... I would say from Secret War to uh, Civil War II and now to Secret Empire, there's been yeah. no break. But Marvel actually promised today no events until... Uh, for at least eighteen months, I got a little bit miff where they were like, "I get what they're trying to say with the with the marketing thing to go back to original character to the original characters and that they feel like they've changed things up too much." Yeah, I, I feel just, like they have too. I feel like because I can definitely relate to that, but like blaming their sales figures like bar none on diversity was a dumb that thing was, to that, say. He was misquoted. He was mis. He was. He was. He he spoke inelegantly. Yeah. and then doubled down. Inelegantly, yeah. which says that they don't have their head wrapped around. Well, because like the sales figures for things like like the Thor book, yeah. like it's not like we killed off Thor. Yeah. We killed off a Thor. No, he's still around. Isn't yeah, the ulti- I, th- I thought the Ultimate Thor died. Oh yeah, well, so they killed. They, they, we killed off the that. least popular Thor. We killed off the Ultimate Universe except for Miles Morales. Pretty okay. much, yeah. Fine. And that improved things. Yeah. <laughs> the new Thor is great storytelling. But Odin's son has his own book, too. He has his own so book. Jane Foster has the He has a redemption arc. Like, nothing was made worse by Jane Foster getting no. her own book. Oh, hell no. And her sales figures were mildly improved. Yeah. Her book actually sold a little bit and better. I love Miss Marvel. I love all new Wolverine. Miss Marvel. The only thing that I would complain about is the fact that Miss Marvel outsells Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> And that's an odd thing. Like, you're, like, trying to push Carol really hard, but not some... Kamala, you don't have to push at all, and no. she outsells her. Yeah. Um, but, like, it was just the wrong X, phrase. X-23, just, like, the way, the way they explained X-23 all that was wrong. Wolverine is, is great. She is Wolverine. Yeah. So, like, I feel like the quality of the storytelling in a lot of these books actually fucking improved. Like, I hadn't, I mean, and to a certain extent, like, these are long stories, but I feel like the events fuck things up, because, like, they're, like, you're telling these interesting stories, and then they have to pause. Yeah. They have to pause. Actually, I, I would say that the Spider-Man book with Miles has been the, the it was the best tie-ins to Civil War Two. Yeah. It had the best, best Civil War Two issues, and those were great, but I'm just, with, I'm just gonna Secret, say, yeah. With Secret Empire coming up. This is probably also one of the first times since getting Marvel books that I don't get either of the Captain America titles. And I, and I will say, it's like a Captain America centric event. And, and this is the thing: like I, when they first announced, "Hey, see, we're gonna do a Cap Nazi storyline," I got that, like, "Oh, hey, people, you're hyperventilating. It's a comic book." I, I read there's the, the first co- arc. there's the Cosmic Cube. There's the Red Skull's got yeah. ability to warp time and space now. Of course, he's gonna fuck with people. Yeah. But then the more I get into it, and like now the idea of like. Magneto being a part of this secret empire stuff, and they're like, whoa, 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 yeah, you are not making a Holocaust survivor into an actual yeah. Nazi in your book and and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, you doubled down on the controversy because you thought it would sell. Fuck you. I am not giving you my. I money. am picking up Secret Empire, just because. Well, because you want to see what happens. Yeah. I don't want to know what happens. I want that shit I'm expecting, done. I'm expecting a giant reset button. Yes, because there's no way you don't have at a giant reset of, button. At the end of Secret Secret Empire, where someone uses the Cosmic Cube to set Steve Rogers right and erase everything. There is no way. That's telegraphed from the very beginning. There is no way that that is not the eventual end of that event book. Yeah. Because if it isn't, everyone will lose their shit. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so, like, there's no... So that's the only reason I was okay with it when it when it started. The idea that you want us to drag this out 
for as two years. For two point. years, it's not like Superior Spider-Man. No, that, Su- book was, that was fantastic. That was like, hey, how can we tell an original Spider-Man story? We've been feeling as though we're we're using other Spider-Man characters to tell yeah. original Spider-Man stories. Why? What can we do with Peter? Yeah. That's interesting. Uh-huh. And, and his Dan Slott's been the best thing to happen with Spider-Man since Stanley. Yeah. I'll so, say that right now. And they so they, now they wanted to do that with Tony. Like, what can we what can we do? to tell new Iron Man stories, and everybody lost their shit about that. Well, I haven't brought myself to read them yet. I've gotten every issue of the Riri... Riri? Riri. That's a weird name. Uh, I've gotten every issue of her Iron Man book and Doctor Doom's Iron Man book. It's it's insane in a marvelous way that there's there's an Iron Man book about Doctor Doom. Yeah. That Doctor Doom is Iron Man. Because, like, that was my retort to people. It's like, I heard they made Iron Man a girl. I was like, first of all... Yes. She has, she, yes, but she's also an original character. She's not claiming to be Tony Stark. Nope. And any more than War Machine claimed to be Tony Stark. Oh. Or uh, the Falcon, or whoever has, has put on a fucking costume. And, uh, or Pepper Potts. <laughs> yeah, like it's not it's not unprecedented for somebody to put on a metal suit and go shoot bad guys. Yeah, uh, but like my retort was, yeah, they also made Doctor Doom Iron Man. Yeah, so and he actually just calls himself Iron Man. So yeah, deal with it. Yeah, deal with it. And he's wearing like the silver costume from when Iron Man was an asshole yeah. during the the Axis. That's what you were thinking of. You were oh, thinking Axis. of Axis. Yeah. Was, th- that did make me mad. Like, Axis led right in, uh, in Dark Universe, then Axis, then, uh, re- then, uh, well, Spider-Man had Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse was Spider-Verse great. was actually really good. But Again, then, that was, that but was, it was a self-contained a, event. It's self-contained, but it's also almost the exact same premise as Secret Wars, and then it's a self-contained universe of multiple things interacting with each other as a reboot. Which, in a way, they had their own secret, or, uh, uh... Secret War tie-in, too. I'm just... You can... Event fatigue is real, guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, you guys thought that renumbering and doing all that stuff would sell, and it's just like, you brought a whole bunch of new customers in from your film properties and from increased diversity, and then you thought, we don't know how this works. But also, I don't know if you... Back in February, they ended their digital cones for the same issue in the back of their book and started doing, like, trades and stuff. But I think that actually realized that that's actually hurting them, and they're going back to each issue having its well, own here, digital Here's code. an idea. Why don't you not cancel a book that you know is going to do well in trades? Like, why do you cancel She-Hulk when you know that its trade is going to outsell everything else? No, She-Hulk's still going strong, right? No, well, that, that, that interest. well, yeah. But, like, that interesting She-Hulk from last year didn't really get to... Yeah. It, it's been canceled yet, has it? No, that was canceled almost immediately. I'm really confused. Her as Grey Hulk? No, no, the one where the lawyer drama. Oh, okay. The one that was really interesting. Oh, okay, last gotcha, year. gotcha. That made me mad because that that trade sold really well. Yeah, I understand. yeah. That it sold like gangbusters, and the actual story never got a chance to continue. Yeah. DC did something similar with like that Wonder Woman book where the trade was incredibly successful, but they're like, yeah, let's cancel this. I'm not sure which one you're. In it was to. fairly recent. It was like all not All Star Wonder Woman, something like that. Oh, Earth One. Earth, yeah, maybe. Earth One's. A, I mean, no, no, that's a trade only. A trade, there was a yeah. floppy one that that just sold really well in trades, huh. and that sure. was the best way to to deal with that. Um, but yeah, like what DC's doing, like they had their Justice League Suicide Squad event, uh, but those, that was self-contained to those two teams. Yeah, I mean they had their own book, and then each. Justice League and Suicide Squad were tying into this book. And then 
they're doing a mini crossover. Well, some of their like families have had their own yeah mini the Bat events. Family and Super Family getting together is great. Yeah, like I I loved the fact that like, were, Gotham Academy been... could cross over with something as dark as Arkham Asylum yeah. or Arkham or Arkham Manor. Do you see Do you see Gotham Academy also crossed over with Lumberjanes? Oh my god, I looked forward to that for so long. It was like the cool kids book. Yeah. Um, but each each like side of the DCU has had their own mini events so far. Yeah. Where like okay, four issues of the Superman books are all crossing over with each other. It's weird to me that they're less grim the dark. They're like um, less grim dark than Marvel right now. Hell, even even the Batman books are less dark than shit going on. In Marvel. I mean, I did just say that I was sad about how horrible everything is for Superman. Yeah. <laughs> so Superman's having a rough go of things, guys. And Batman was dead for a little while. But, you know, that happens. Yeah, yeah. So you, you do that once in a while. Yeah, comic book use of focus stop. Yeah, of course it is. Um, yeah. So this uh, this month, I think it's this month, either this month or next month, uh, Batman and The Flash are having a crossover, a well, four-issue crossover. It's interesting in that it's about the Watchmen, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like that, first, the... that first thread... Well, following a thread from the Rebirth issue. They brought back interesting characters like Captain Adam, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, they show him regenerating in the same way that uh, that Dr. Manhattan regenerates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think this Watchmen story that's happening at DC, that's unfolding in the DC universe, is really interesting. Especially when it's Dr. The... Oz, or Mr. Oz, turns out to be Ozymandias, when that uh, yeah. eventually happens. Because he's been pulling characters out of reality. Mm. Like, in Detective Comics, everybody thinks Tim Drake was killed. No, he was pulled out right before he would have been killed, and is now in a prison by Mr. Oz, and he's trying to escape. And everyone thinks he's dead. They uh, have a funeral for him and everything. There's a there's an interesting bit where, like, I mean, because it's at the end of, of Watchmen where he says, like, I guess I'll go and create other life somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, they're playing with that idea, and what does it mean to have, like... Um, I thought it was an interesting book from, from this is maybe two years ago, that Godhead book, because like when nobody cared about the new gods at all and you yeah. could just play around. And so they had this idea of like, well, what does it mean for these characters to exist in the multiverse? Mm-hmm. And the idea was that, well, they're, they are gods and that they're like fixed points in across all interdimensional space. Yeah. And they're like avatars of certain mm-hmm. feelings or, or thoughts or whatever. They're not, And so like if they focus... They can actually pull themselves together. So that's like what the Godhead was. Is like they could focus, like the All Father or whatever, could like focus his being into one universe mm-hmm. and become a truly omnipotent being. Mm. And so the only way that these characters exist in the way that they do in like the mortal world is to limit themselves across all these dimensions. Uh-huh. And so in a weird way, they're they're like exper- they're not experiencing all these things, but they exist and they know that they exist across all of space and time. Hmm. And so that was an interesting concept. It sounds like the kind of mind trip that Kirby would have actually wanted to go Yeah, down. yeah, for sure. Because, like, the, the whole Ragnarok and death and destruction cycle, like, being being a necessary part of existence, death and rebirth, like, that's that's a cool thing, cool storytelling elements. I feel like it's fun that they do that now with something like Watchmen, where, like, what can they possibly do with, like, a, a beloved property to yeah. justify its use? It's like, don't play with a toy in the toy box just because it's there. Yeah. Play with it because you have a cool idea and you know what you want to do with it. Exactly. And don't don't just like make Dr. Manhattan a member of the Justice League. Yeah, or no, no, no. Do which something is not what happened. Neat and interesting with it. I was still 
deathly opposed to the idea of doing these Watchmen prequels, sequels. And yeah. I never really got on board with them, but no. I do I do like what they're doing with the new 52. I think I'm more excited well, about With that. Rebirth. With Rebirth, with Killian. <laughs> yeah. I was very excited. They murdered all the characters that I'd come to read. <laughs> uh, but the, honestly, yeah, because that was a jumping off point. That was literally, it's like, hey, let's make comics more friendly for people who yeah. haven't been reading since they were a child. Yeah. And I was like, sure, that sounds fun. I, I'm literally getting probably, I think... DC did 25 Rebirth titles, and I'm probably getting 15 to 20 of them. That's fantastic. That's um, not at Comic Book U, though. No, it's not. <laughs> I couldn't afford it. Oh, I use I used discount comic book services. I will say we, we were happy to, to go in there and spend a yeah, bunch of Yeah, it was nice money. seeing them. Um, it's just a matter of, like, if you have access to, like, Kindle Unlimited or something like that. It's just, like I said, using the preview well, codes or doing yeah, things that we have with, access to. Going back to the digital codes, I share those with my friends. I'll I'll, act, I'll upload them all onto the Marvel app, and then I give that code or the, my login information to a handful of friends. Yeah, and, and I, I I had trouble handling the floppy you handed me in there. Is this like I, I know I forget how do you use I this? forget how these work. But what was nice about that, my friends would then buy books on the Marvel app because it's connected to their iTunes or yeah. whatever. So I would get the books that they're buying, and it just made this big like trading system of Marvel books. And it was now instead just me buying books. Four other people started buying books on that market. There was there's a lot of promotion now though talking about like the pull list and like how that's actually hurting comic book stories because they order them. Yeah, yeah. And then we don't show up and claim them. Yes. And so we knew I, that. I, we I knew that been, and we had to cancel them. Yeah. Because I, it was, was like, a, Oh, what are we doing? Yeah. So like pay off all the titles that you can purchase that you've made people purchase. It's just it's the main thing is like don't do it if you're not gonna show up to do it. I did it because I thought it was a way to support comic book shops. And I hadn't. You didn't realize it was hurting. I didn't them. realize that I was potentially hurting them because I now I was honest about how long, how often I could get in. I was like, yeah. I can probably get in maybe once a month. Uh-huh. These are the titles I'm interested in. I had because I had as many as fourteen titles. For me, that's a lot to have anywhere from fourteen to thirty titles I think that I was the interested. Highest in. I was ever getting was like forty, thirty-six, forty. That sounds ridiculous. And yeah, scary. it kind of is. But like to go in, and, but I would also be like, hey, can I have the first seven issues of this? Yeah, like. I know we haven't talked about Iron Fist yet, but like I was like, I want the entire thing. I want as much of this stuff that I can mm-hmm. read as possible. Yeah. Did you and get so, the Ed Brubaker stuff? The Ed I, Brubaker, Matt Fraction? I didn't read as much of... It's odd, though, because I didn't actually end up reading as much... Because I couldn't... It was harder for me to get... There's a lot more of it. Yeah, it's yeah, harder yeah. for me to get, like, consistent runs of, like, that, and I was trying to read the early stuff. Were you getting stuff. the floppies or trades? What I, no, what I ended up doing is I, I was like, I'll get, a, I'll get characters from this. So, like, I'll get, like, let's get uh, some... Daughters of the Dragon, and let's get a Shang-Chi book. Like, that oh, was... okay. It was just like that. It was like, because they did do the Iron Fist, the new Iron Fist that was coming out of the time. I was like, okay, and get that. Mm-hmm. But then the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu book came out earlier, mm-hmm. and I was interviewing the guy who wrote Shang-Chi, so I was like, I'll do this instead, but yeah. it'll help me. It'll be a good intro for me to this universe. And, like, the local comic shop, the thing that they can do for you is be like, here's all of it. Yeah. I ordered all of this in back issues for you, and I made sure that this is the variant that, that you got. Yeah. Or this is the thing you were looking mm-hmm. forward to. And I love that they can do that. And, like, that's the that's the fun thing about the collectors. Oh, yeah. I sure. accidentally became a collector just because it was like I was only buying things to have people sign it because it there was people go. that we there were meeting. Go. Yeah. Um, actually, if you so want that's, some, what, that's how I became interested in comics via podcasting. If you want uh, some really good Iron Fist to pick up, I think it's like three, four, maybe four trades tops. Oh, I've read. It's the Ed Brubaker, Matt Fraction run of Iron Fist. It's the, yeah, that's the one that's more, most seven popular cities locally. Of, seven Cities of Heaven, I think it was. Yeah. 
there's, I mean, there's, I just gotta say, there's a lot of goofy Iron Fist comics. Oh, yeah. That's my main understanding is like, and that's my main disappointment. These aren't so much as goofy no, as no, in... No, they popularized the character. Yeah. You understand, though, like, the context of the character in the 70s, can we just agree he was a goofy-ass character? Oh, yeah. And, you know, part of me hopes that, like, season two of the show, they just... I don't want season... I do want season two, but at the same time, I much... I don't know if I want season two of Luke Cage. We'd known it was going to happen for so long. Just so, like, for me, two years, I want... Actually, I just, just want... Just Luke Cage and Iron Fist what, what annoys me, show. What annoys me about this is they better spend a lot of time in Defenders making them friends. Yeah. Because there's no on-plot reason for me to believe that Those this version of Luke friends. Cage would be friends with this version of Iron Fist. Yeah. If I were this version of Luke Cage... And I met this version of Iron Fist. I would punch this version of Iron Fist <laughs> in his shoeless, goddamn face. You've only watched the first episode. I know. I said that I didn't want to continue okay. watching after the first episode. No, you should. And yet I did. You should. I am. I will admit I have not finished it. Okay. And it's the first like Marvel Netflix series that I, I binge watched that I was just like, this binge is actually hurting me. Um, and it sounds more like a binge. So, so... Unlike Luke Cage, where the first season started, or the first half was really good, and the second half dropped they off. They reversed the pacing issues as if, like, that was something people wanted. Yeah, so, in Iron Fist, it starts out not so great and gets better. I I have to, so, I, I'm, I'm saying this not having watched the latter half yeah. of the series, but I'm glad that you're at least acknowledging that that first half of the series is fucking difficult. Okay, so, if... I, I think if this would have been the first show they put out, yeah, the bar wouldn't have been so high. No, well, here's the thing: everybody's like, this is at everyone least, is acknowledging that it's a success. I'm like, what the fuck did you think it was gonna be? It was better than Agents of Shield, and it's still better than Agents of Shield. I don't know if I give it. Oh God, no, I, I do. I don't know this. Like, I don't watch Agents uh, of Shield anymore. Uh, well, it's only I only don't because I'm not current. I'm getting current. I like to I actually do mind binging I'll, it. I'll I'll watch it when it's on Netflix. Yeah, I don't watch it as it airs because I don't give a shit about. I was it. trying to, but like I like Hulu. There's so much. There's so much damn superhero yeah. shows right I now. I know. But I will say, like, my main problem with Iron Fist was just like everybody talks about pacing issues and like, hey, it's a slow show. Like, seven hours is not slow. Can we acknowledge that fact? Like, there is some good ass television that's coming out. Like, there's like literally my priorities is like I will finish the show, but like when you tell me something is slow, do not tell me the first seven episodes well, are slow. That means the first seven episodes are bad, not slow. I don't think they're bad. I I, I really enjoy. I just think I I would my, give it like a C minus, like right. D plus. I mean, like I, I don't think it's terrible. I've got two problems with the show. I think it's just like lukewarm. It's like bland milk toast. Okay, I, I can't deny that. But um, my two main issues with the show are one: Finn Jones had three weeks of training. Two no, weeks. Hold on, hold two on, weeks. Three. Fourteen days before he gets to get on set, and then right. a week of on set training. Now he's continued the training, but like this is the penalty when you do not. Charlie pick somebody. Cox had four months. Yeah, 
This was the bastard child of the of the Netflix series because they had to rush Daredevil season two into production. Yeah. And Daredevil season two had some issues with it. The second half. Second half. Again, the second it's because all of these things were forced into... I think into, the second half of Jessica Jones had issues, too. And you know that if we have a Punisher series, it's going to have some issues because... They're taking their time with it. They're well, taking their time with Punisher. Well, they've had the ability to because they're thinking of what can we do as the second flight Marvel. Yeah. The thing that I've heard is that the, they want to low-key do a Thunderbolts. They want a second event. If, like, Defenders is yeah, popular yeah. enough, they could get around to doing anti-hero shows mm-hmm. so they can have, obviously he be the the pillar that yeah. would be the head of like thunderbolts mm. especially with spidey back in the fold at marvel you know harry osborne ish well, yeah because sony sony ish. sony's doing some stuff yes we get that sony is saying that they don't know how long spidey will be oh no around. uh we do know that he has a three picture marvel deal and a three picture solo deal yeah which those all three of his movies will be in the mcu but the three solos the, should be as well right? yeah yes yeah but the problem comes with Venom that they announced for next year. Why not have a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy? Wouldn't the what no, wouldn't the best we're about to have a cosmic Spider-Man event. He's in Infinity War. Yeah. Either he gets his, he gets the Venom suit in space. I would say either Guardians or Infinity War because like look, I mean, he's a member of but the new Guardians. Did you but... hear that Venom is not set in the MCU? Why? I've heard it's just like a rated R. Well, I, I they want they want to apparently do like a Logan approach because it's rated R. But it's a Spider-Man property. You don't need to do that. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a, do you, did you read the details of who's with the Vulture? Like his uh, who his crew is? Uh, not entirely. So the Tinkerer, Shocker, yeah, and so essentially like they're setting up several elements of the Sinister Six. Okay, several. Um, there's one character whose name they won't mention. They they've given his name as like David Bradley or something is the name, huh. but they won't say who his alias is. Um, and so I'm thinking it might be I don't know the Hobgoblin. Maybe that'd be interesting. I don't think it would be Green Goblin, but I think maybe Hobgoblin. We still have never we've never actually seen him, have we? No. And that would seem to fit more along like somebody who would play around with the Vulture. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. And I think the battery light just flashed. Oh well, it, we have it, been going for on. a while. Yeah, we're at forty-one. Um, will it save well, if it? Will it save if it stops? If the battery dies, will it save? Why don't I hit pause yeah, so that we can yeah, save this yeah. file? So uh, the recorder had stopped uh, working right where we were at. We thought we had recorded about another twenty minutes, so we didn't. And instead, what I'm going to do, since our spot on WFYI this weekend is about cons, um, I'm going to go through and play some interviews that we've done at previous conventions. The first one I'm going to do is Jackie Crofts, uh, creator of the comic book Nutmeg. And actually, she shares the spot on the radio with us. So this will be fun. Get this on. And hope you guys enjoy. Hi, um, we are here at Indie PopCon again. Um, we are at the Nutmeg booth uh, with Nutmeg uh, creator. Is this Jackie Cross? Yes. Why, yes it is. It's confirmed. Hi. Um, and you are the uh, creator of Nutmeg the Comic, uh, which is uh, available now through Action Lab. It is. And so is in comic stores near you. Or will be soon. Oh. Yeah. 
We hope, we hope. Yeah. So um, if you can, um, just tell people a little about the show. So in what way is it about crime as well as baking? Well, it is actually a crime saga that's about two junior high school girls that meet up. They go to an all-girls school and they kind of have this rival group of girls who are called the Lady Rangers and they're sort of like the Girl Scouts and they decide to try and take them down a notch. So Through murder. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, it isn't. I'm through sorry. poisoning. Oh, oh, it is through murder. Which, I mean, if you are going to knock someone down a peg, that is one way to do it. <laughs> well, their original plan is that they try to put nutmeg into these brownies to make everyone in the town think that these brownies came from the Lady Rangers and their hope is to make people really sick so they'll stop buying their brownies but instead people get addicted to them so they slowly grow this underground like sort of drug ring selling these brownies to people oh wow the, it's almost like the actual story of nutmeg which is rather tragic <laughs> oh the slaughter of indigenous peoples that's hilarious anyway <laughs> Uh, so what, I mean, where did you come up with the idea, and um, how long was the, the creation process for, um, for, for putting it together? Well, I'm actually the co-creator, so my partner, James Wright, he actually lives out in L.A., and he's the writer. So I met him through a friend I went to school with, and he was like, hey, I have this awesome idea, I want to collaborate with you on it, and I think you'd be great for the art. So that's kind of how it started. It was his brainchild, and I kind of brought it to life through the art, I guess. Um, so essentially, um, actually, yeah, we follow him on Twitter as well, and um, we have a je we're jealous of his uh, Twitter pic of, of him and Kelly Smoo, or Ke Kelly Smoo, Kelly Sue <laughs> Smoochie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. So gosh, um, now is there anything else that people should be on the lookout from yourself, or maybe uh, any local collaborations, things like the, the Indie Web Comics group, or anything that we should, again, keep our eyes or ears open for? Uh, yeah, I'll actually be at... Nickel Plate Arts for Comic Book in a Day, which is like 24-hour comic book day. Um, that's not until October 5th, but that's the next appearance that I know of that I'll be at. And we'll be making me and Gavin Smith and um, Stuart Sager and I don't know who else yet. But we'll be there doing a comic for 24 hours. So. It's going to be like as long as a Song of Ice and Fire novel. It's going to be yeah. epic. 4,000 page oh, yeah. layout, 24 hours. We'll be miserable. Yeah. It'll be great. We'll see, but you'll be hopped up on nutmeg, so it'll be helpful. <laughs> it, it will be accomplished. <laughs> Alright, well again, thank you so much for, for your time. And, um, and last but not least, where can people find you on the interwebs and find uh, a way to buy uh, nutmeg that isn't in stores? Um, right now, you can find nutmeg at Comic Book University in Greenwood, at D Puppy Comics in Wanamaker, or from me if you see me out on the street. Um, it doesn't release through Action Lab until fall time, so you have to wait a little bit. And you can find us at nutmegcomic.com, you can find me at jabsandcrofts.com. Great. So, um, hope you guys enjoyed that. And like I said, she'll be on the segment with us Saturday night at eight on W WFYI Radio. Um, up next, I'm gonna play something that's from our YouTube page. It's an interview Gabriel did with uh, voice actor Jim Cummings, who is the voice of none other than Winnie the Pooh. Darkwing Duck, his list goes on and on. I hope you enjoy this. 
it's a an example of what we have on our YouTube page. So go check out our stuff on there when we're done. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Con Indianapolis, this time with um, the very noted actor, lesbian voice actor, uh, character of all types. Uh, this is Jim Cummings. And um, not to use the pun because we are going to review this later in the show, but you know that voice. You really know who this guy is. <laughs> and I just wanted to, um, to start by asking you, I mean, you just did uh, your panel. Mm -hmm. And so this is kind of fresh in your mind more than, than even normally, but mm -hmm. how, what, what is it like to, to have people know you to just to look and say like because do you get that on the street as well or is it just until like you not open up often, the voice not very often no no I, my friend uh, jokes and says well you're a stealth celebrity because uh, you know you do a voice and everybody goes oh okay you know but uh, then I can fade back away so it's I'm, I'm actually a spy but hopefully no one will know that Oh, don't feel bad. You're in good company. We've had That's two right. spies on the podcast That's in the right. last year. <laughs> the horrifying go. thing is they told us, if you know one spy, you know at least, like, five. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. We've had, this is the fifth spy on the podcast See this ya. year. Well, <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah. Although you have been a man of mystery in the past. I mean, I'm thinking of, of uh, a little character named Darkwing Duck. Uh, daring Duck of Mystery, champion of light. You know, I ruled the night. So, yeah, thanks for noticing how did you feel about um, that that Christian Bale guy, like taking taking the thunder? Who? Never heard of him. Mm. No. Uh, I guess. Well, we'll forgive him. You know. <laughs> but I like his fashion sense. <laughs> much to be much to be admired in the in the suit. You gotta have breathable material. No, I, 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 I'll, it's up, up to him. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, just looking at the um, at the table, it's it's incredible to, to see the different uh, different characters that have been a huge part of I think all of our listeners uh, and viewers' childhood. So whether it's it's Winnie the Pooh or it's um, uh, for for new Disney films, things like uh, the Princess uh, and the and the Frog, and, the frog. It, and then uh, Doctor Robotnik or Doctor Eggman. Which is it, Doctor Robotnik yeah. or Doctor Eggman? Well, I think it was. They people tend to call it both, but I always knew him as Robotnik. Yeah. So yeah. Now, on is it a requirement that everybody who's a part of the Sonic program do you have to ingest a lot of chili dogs during the recording sessions? No. No, that's the good news. So uh, <laughs> that was a while ago, though. Yeah. We're not recording them anymore, but I'm glad somebody was noticing. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. No. Um, what? I mean, just kind of a segue. What do you, do you do? Anything for voice preparation that that um, that would be? No, not really. I mean, you know, you, I don't. Uh, I'm not a big. I don't like to yell. Mm -hmm. I go to a football game and I'm like, hooray! You know, you don't want to don't want to damage the, yeah. the goods there. You know, and I've, I've never been a cigarette smoker or any, or, you know, maybe people with the whiskey throats. I'm not a shot of whiskey guy, so, you know, just try to, try to, I've got a few allergies every now and then, so that's a little weird, but other than that, man, just regular stuff. Because of the, uh, the downside of that, you're never going to get called in to do a Sam Elliott voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I've done him a few times, but... Uh, but oh, God, could you? Because I know nobody <laughs> who can do that voice. <laughs> like, I don't know how that, that kind of register is humanly possible. Oh. It seems as though like, well, he's, he's ingested he's, he's on the mic. He's, like, right here on the mic yeah. when he's yeah, recording, so, yeah. 
Yeah, you, you know, you know, he uh, even he doesn't sound as glandular when he's just <laughs> on, on screen. You know, so. you heard it here first, folks. That's the verb of the week, glandular. Yeah, that's right. Every time you hear glandular, I need you to freak out. <laughs> just not in traffic. That's right. What he said. <laughs> well, no, I mean it's interesting, great to, to have you here, especially while you are. Um, uh, after, kind of exhausted after doing the, the panel no, and no, been no. here for two days, so just no, grateful to no. have you on, and I want to just give you the chance to promote to the fullest extent the, the projects that you're working on, or um, just the, the things that, that you want people to, to find um, out there. Well, geez, uh, you know, Star Wars Rebels coming back, and uh, Hondo Onaka will be in an episode, I think, mm -hmm. or two, and uh, Goldie and Little Bear going to be starting up soon, and mm, let's see... Potentially, I think Sherlock Gnomes, maybe Gnomeo and Juliet 2, and gosh, a movie coming out uh, in the not-too-distant future, Animal Crackers. I'm in there with, uh, with John Cleese and some other memorable folks, so yeah, I'm just putting one foot in front of the other. It's a good thing. Yeah. Beats heavy lifting. This is, I'm not supposed to cry twice on yeah. camera. It's not a thing that happens at yeah. conventions. <laughs> no. no. Hey listeners, just wanted to uh, wrap things up here. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Sorry for it starting out all depressingly. It's something I really wanted to get out there and let you guys know where we've been. Um, anyways, look out for us coming up at multiple different things. Gabe has a couple panels at C2E2, which I'm pretty sure he told you about. Um, also, uh, more importantly... Saturday on WFYI. That's tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Friday, the what is today? Today is April seventh, so it'll be on April eighth at eight p.m. on WFYI radio and online afterwards. Please check it out if that works well. Hopefully, we'll come back and do more. Um, it's a big opportunity for us and for them. It'll be a fun time. Please check it out. Anyways, I'm David West, joined with Gabe Canada today. Please check us out on iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, anywhere podcasts are found. Also, I'm on Twitter at David West underscore K-O-E-S, and we're on Twitter as Kind of Epic Show. Thank you very much. Uh, keep listening, guys. Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I'm on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. Alright, peace out everyone. Keep listening.